Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Good morning, Coach. I dream of Harper and to everyone that has joined us this morning. I hope everyone has had a wonderful, refreshing weekend and you're ready to start your week off getting ready to jump right into all of the tasks that you have to do, but fully equipped to do so as leaders because we're needed at this time and we want to make sure that you're showing up as your fullest self as always. And so here at Wisdom Inspired, we desire to serve you by sharing 15 minutes of wisdom that will provide value to you on your personal and professional journeys. So today, this morning's topic is going to be questioning your identity. Yes, we're still in identity. I haven't been let go of it, so neither will you. How about that? Okay. So questioning questioning your identity is today's topic. So usually there's some type of interrogating process that goes on when someone needs to interrogate or question your identity, right? And we always think of it a lot of times as an external interrogation where people seem to want to question our authority, question our leadership, question our expertise, or even our experiences, right? Sometimes, depending on what position we're in, people will even question our positioning, right? They'll question the things that we say, the things that we've laid out front. Sometimes they may even find themselves questioning our terms and conditions for operating our particular business that we built. But it is times like this when I truly believe and I've leaned in and learned that the external questioning that's taking place is merely a reflection of our own questioning. It's the questioning that we do to ourselves about our own identity. How do we question our identity? We do it through negative self-talk. We question our identity by focusing on the success of others and comparing ourselves. We actually question our identity by believing that when others celebrate us, then we are good enough. But my favorite one was questioning our identity when working to improve our weaknesses rather than learning to perfect our strengths. That's my favorite one because I'm always learning. I believe every leader should always be a learning leader and always developing. And in this personal and professional development realm, you run across different leaders whose focus are on different things, right? They Sometimes you run into that leader that is really driven to keep learning, to keep let me let me learn what I don't know. Let me look at the thing that I struggle with. Let me go and study this because I want to be able to have this thing behind my name so well, people will know that I'm smarter. People will know that I'm accomplished. And I thought if I look at other leaders, those that seem to be at a higher sphere, more peaceful, more enjoyable about their journey, they're really perfecting what they're good at. They don't spend time learning things that they'll never use. They don't spend time or money investing in products or services or anything that's going to teach them something that really isn't what they're good at. They've learned to separate their hobbies from what is actually a skill set and perfecting what they're good at. See, what I learned when studying this and comparing it was Sometimes we interrogate ourselves because we think that to ward off other people's questioning of what we're capable of, we need to learn how to be good at what we're not good at. 
See, that's a form of questioning that will keep you in a state of sabotage. Because what's going to happen is that your momentum slows down because you're not able to really develop the thing that is unique to you. You are spending time trying to answer questions that haven't even been asked yet. Because, see, when you really perfect what you're good at, people will never question your expertise. They'll never question your authority. They'll never question your positioning because you are able to articulate in a way your truth, your identity, and that if you are not what they're looking for, you don't need to justify being good at something that you can't do. See, this even happens when we're on our entrepreneurial journeys because we spend our money and our time trying to improve weak spots in our businesses rather than investing in improving and perfecting what we're good at. See, we hear a lot in, the, in this space, in the marketplace, about your niche and niching down to a particular topic, but I like to think that niching is when you get good at what you're good at, when you get better at what you know you can do. That's when you get clearer. That's when you know who your ideal client is because you know what you won't do and you know what you will do. You know what you're willing to do and you know what you're willing not to do. You're not trying to overpromise and underdeliver to clients because you're trying to be all to everybody. You're trying to be the best of what you're capable of to those that are designed and uniquely called to what you have. So see, when we interrogate ourselves, we have to remember that our environment will reflect what's going on inside of us. So if any of you are experiencing what someone may be questioning your experience, your position, your authority, and your expertise, I ask you to dig in and look within yourself and ask where you have been interrogating yourself. Look at any self-talk, negative self-talk that you may be having about yourself. Look at places where you may be comparing yourself to others. Also examine the fact that you believe you're going to be good enough when other people celebrate you and learn to celebrate you when nobody else claps. And definitely let go of the need to improve on your weaknesses and build on perfecting your strengths. See, when your identity takes root, when you're clear about who you are, your conversation moves from questioning to affirmation, affirming. Let me repeat that again. When your identity has taken root within yourself, your conversation will move from questioning to affirming. You will begin to affirm who you are by making sure that you are clear getting the clarity needed to know what your strengths are. Because sometimes life has a way of snuffing us and covering up what we're good at because we spend so much time following culture's thing of saying, you need to focus on your weakness. But today's wisdom is to get you to understand that your weakness is the very capacity for your God to manifest in your life. When you focus on improving your weaknesses, it's a form of pride. You are actually saying that you are more capable of fulfilling that capacity than the one who created it in you. See, he designed for your weak places because he clearly tells us that where we are weak, he is strong. When we are focusing and worrying about our weaknesses, we are simply trying to take the throne from him. We're trying to create ourselves. But when we eliminate his space, his capacity, we find ourselves frustrated, burned out and confused, overwhelmed and not clear. Remember, your weakness 
is your creator's glory. It is the light that shines through us to draw others to him. So don't get lost in questioning who you are by trying to perfect your weaknesses. But lose yourself in the strength that he's given you. Serve with joy and grace from those strengths that you have. And focus your energy on studying how to perfect them, how to perfect the distribution of your strengths, how to perfect the packaging of your strengths, how to perfect the delivery of your strengths. That is where your energy needs to be. That is where you need to learn. That is where you need to grow and leave your weaknesses to the one who created you because it is the very place where he gets your attention. It is in your weak places that he's able to speak to you. It is in your weak places that he's able to download the agenda that he has for you. But when you clog it up with all of your efforts and all of this outside information, you can't hear from him. You can't get clear about how to use your strengths because you've blocked the one place that he talks to you. See, Jacob was given a limp so that he could always hear from God. We've got to remember that in the absence, is when his presence is with us the most. We have to not continue to focus on how we feel about our leadership or how other people feel about our leadership, but we have to get rooted in who we are and what leadership abilities we've been given and perfect those to the fullest. Let's stop questioning our identity today, guys. Let us no longer interrogate ourselves in hopes of being prepared for when others question us. And always be prepared to affirm who we are, even when they ask us a question. We don't have to answer. All we simply have to do is affirm. Thank you guys so much for joining us today on Wisdom Inspired, and I hope today's call has inspired you and has given you some things to challenge you to think about in the questioning of your identity and continue to be the leaders that you have been called to be and learn to perfect your strength. It is my honor and my pleasure, and on behalf of Coach Aldrema, we do appreciate you for taking the time to always join us here. Be sure to share the call with others if you're getting anything out of it. And as well, if you want to learn more about the AAC co-working community, a great growing community of high-achieving female entrepreneurs, lifestyle business owners, and freelance professionals, then simply send us an email at hello at aaccoworking.com. Thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC co-working community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.